Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now on Breakfast with Pat and Heels, Heels gets his gloves off. Yeah, Patty, they were both pretty disappointing, actually, South, South Africa and the West Indies. So there were two countries I was worried about. And, of course, the West Indies is uh, a conglomeration of countries all trying to play together. Um, and I just thought, how do you help uh, an, an ailing test match playing nation? The West Indies helped Australian cricket really well in the 80s. They came out here every year for 10 years to help, I don't know what, right, Kerry Packers television maybe, but but they certainly did uh, no harm to Australia's cricket. Um, so, th- you know, what can we do for other people? I think dollars from the ICC, the International Cricket Council, ha- seem to have no impact or not enough impact when you're trying to improve some someone's play on the field. They've had money from hosting big events. When you host a World Cup, and the West Indies have done that, and so too of South Africa, you get a lot of money out of that, um, and it hasn't helped. Many of these nations have always got changing coaching staffs, and both these two definitely have, West Indies and South Africa. Mark Boucher recently resigned with his coaching team. Phil Simmons from the West Indies resigned after the T20 World Cup, stayed on for the two tests, and then he's finished. So both... Both nations now need to admit if they even want to play tests in the future tours program. If if tests are too costly for you or you, it's too difficult for you, I, I want them to own up to that. Now, if they if so, if if they want to play tests, I think coaching support. Uh, you know, you can fill the requests of those nations for some coaches and funded by ICC. So. Coaching, um, a, a coach or a former coach or a promising coach can be seconded to a nation for a period of, say, six months or 12 months or a series here and there, and, and you could get some coaches into those nations. There could be a head of cricket position inserted to align the opportunities and, and operations of cricket and coaching and competitions in those nations uh, and to really oversee and get them humming a little better than they might be. So head of cricket positions. Um, the boards of these nations are quite often dysfunctional or fractured and not getting on well enough and uh, aligned well enough. So maybe a board level contact, I reckon, a board chairman. You don't want to put them in as chairman, but maybe a, a new view at the table of someone who's been a very successful board member might be one thing you could assist with so that, so that the thinking uh, starts from the top. The most beneficial way to help, I feel, is to put a player at the helm of a national team. So I propose an international player pool of players willing to do it, paid for by the ICC. So David Warner, for example, retires and agrees to play six tests for someone, whether that be the West Indies. Warner is going to lead the West Indies if he's allowed to lead. That's that's another thing. But an international player pool of willing players to, to help the game in areas that it needs it. Now, so I think that's the, the most influential influence you can have, but put a player with them. Coaches haven't really worked and haven't done the job. Um, it does help, though, but 
players. And so it's quite radical and international player pool. If test cricket's not for you, that's okay. If you don't want to play, we can tighten up the comp to maybe back to eight nations, possibly use a world 11 at times. So the West Indies could have three players playing for a world 11 who gets a three-match series against India or, or you know, play that world 11 in areas of the world that need that assistance. So this is not clear-cut because, you know, some of these teams who aren't playing well really want to play test cricket. And, and so many teams now don't travel well. Actually, no team travels well um, because they don't they give themselves a chance to, you know, get success on tour by not playing any games before a tour. So it's in, out, and no one's touring very well at all. We're the next to play without, uh, without you know, preparation, good preparation time in Indian conditions. So we could be one as well. So sides like Sri Lanka play really well at home. Terribly away. We don't play terribly away, but but we're not playing well away quite often. I.e., mm. we haven't beaten England since two thousand and one. So so you know you can't judge these teams and their test performances just on their performances. So yeah, assisting these nations is not easy. But there's four options we can we could start to help with and funded by international cricket. Yeah, there's got to be something, Daniel. I agree with you because it was very disappointing. Was this whole summer of Test cricket? I'm I'm still the traditionalist. I love the Test cricket over any other format, and just riveted. Sit there, watch the mm. first ball of the Test, where whether it be the MCG, the SCG, the Gabba, whatever. But it was just a disappointing summer of Test cricket, and yeah, you want to see the other teams get better. And I know we're hard to beat, and we're we're intimidating when we're at home and all that sort of thing. But yeah, the, the finding a way of making the other Test teams better has to be a priority. Yeah, and we thought the bowling was going to be good for the West Indies, but it mm. wasn't as good as it could have been either. Yeah, uh, well, and certainly at times the South Africans didn't stack up like we expected those quicks to. Yeah, love to know what you think. Hit me with your-